Thank you for listening to our podcast. Church at the Well is a community practicing the way of Jesus and thirsting for the life he gives. So we're going to continue our sermon series where we have been looking at songs in Scripture surrounding the Christmas narrative in Luke's Gospel. And you might be thinking, Adam, Christmas is over. But technically, there are 12 days of Christmas. You know that, right? You know the song? The 12 days of Christmas, right? So on the church liturgical calendar, we're in a season called Christmas Tide, which is guess how long it is? 12 days. So today we're looking at another song from the Christmas story, Simeon's song. Today is also New Year's Eve, when people around the globe are going to celebrate a new year coming. Tonight, some of us are going to celebrate all the good memories in the special moments of 2023. Others of us are going to be grateful that we just made it through 2023, and we're celebrating that, and that's okay. And the song we're going to look at today, Simeon's song, is, is a fitting song for both Christmas Tide and New Year's Eve because it's a song of celebration and a song of new hope, but it's also a song about making it through some hard times. It's, it's a song about salvation, but it's also a song about conflict and adversity. It's a song about a new day dawning, but it's also a song about hardship. And so I'm going to invite Angie up, and she's going to read our passage for us from the Gospel of Luke today. This is Luke 2, 25 through 35. At that time... There was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. Um, Before we just open up and unpack a little bit of what was just read, One of the things that my wife and I have been doing the last few years leading up to Christmas, and sometimes we can sucker in our daughter Sophie to join us, is watch a few Christmas movies. And so this year we watched It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart. How many of you watched that this year? Just a few of you. (laughs) Okay, you should try it. It's a good one. We watched a new one called Candy Cane Lane starring Eddie Murphy. How many saw that one? Again, you guys just need to get, you guys are like, bah humbug, watch some Christmas movies. And the other one we watched this year was Spirited, which was, is a musical. How many saw that one? And, well, more people saw that one. As, as we were watching Spirited, it, 
I, I couldn't help but notice it was similar in the sense to Luke's gospel because Luke's gospel also feels like a musical. In the movie Spirited, every few minutes the characters break out into song and it's a little bit surprising, like, wow, there's a lot of singing in this movie. Luke's gospel when around the Christmas movie has a lot of singing. We, we know that Mary sings a song. Zechariah sings a song. The angels sing a song. There's even an old prophet by the name of Simeon who gets his own song. But Simeon's song isn't your typical musical finale. Usually in a musical finale, it's a big deal, right? They blend all the things together, and it's, it's just, it's, it gives you goosebumps. Simeon's song, it's the finale of the, the Jesus Christmas story, but it doesn't have that, that um, musical finale, typical happy ending. It's, it's certainly filled with celebration and hope and salvation and, and the promise of a new day, but it's also rife with, with conflict and hardship and adversity. And what we learn in Luke's gospel account is that Simeon is approaching the end of his life. He's old, he's advanced in years, he's been holding on with the hope to see the Messiah with his own eyes. And Simeon had lived a long life, he'd been through a lot, he'd seen some things, some hard things. We know that Simeon would have been alive when the Roman general Pompey arrived at the Holy Land shores in 63 AD to, to, to take over. That Simeon likely experienced the 40-day siege on Jerusalem when, when Herod the Great blocked the city for 40 days so that no food or supplies could get in. Simeon lived through that. He witnessed the, the, the Jewish temple being rebuilt by King Herod and renamed Herod's Temple. As a Jewish person, that had to be just an awful thing to witness. Like, hey, why is this king, this Roman governor, naming the temple after himself? And Simeon had firsthand knowledge of what it was like for the Roman occupation, for the Roman invasion. And, and God promised Simeon that before he died, he would in fact get to see the Messiah. And what we just read was that day. Well, Luke records for us how the Holy Spirit led Simeon to the temple on the same day that Joseph and Mary were bringing Jesus to the priests to be recognized. And Luke records for us how the Spirit led Simeon there at the very moment. And when Simeon finally sees Jesus, he celebrates by taking Jesus into his arms and, and breaking out into a song. And the gist of the song is this, I made it. That's the gist of the song. It's like what some of us are going to sing tonight when, when the clock strikes 12. We made it. Happy New Year. That's Simeon's song. I made it. Like I got through. Here it is. Here's the Messiah. Here's God in flesh. Here's the light of the world. Salvation's finally come. Yes. And he celebrates. And we're told that Mary and Joseph are amazed by Simeon's words. And, and if Simeon's song would have ended there, it would have been one of the top ten Christmas songs, the feel-good Christmas songs of all time, right? Oh, what a great thing. Like, yeah, Simeon made it. Now, now Jesus is here. Salvation has come. But, but Simeon doesn't end his song there. Because after he sings this, this, this chorus and, and he blesses the family, he turns to Mary and he adds a bridge to the song. 
And he tells her that along with all the blessing and the hope and salvation that Jesus will bring, there's also going to be some conflict. That Jesus, he says, they're going to cause, is going to cause many to fall and others to rise. That he is going to reveal the deepest thoughts of people's hearts. That he's going to experience great opposition. And then he tells Mary this, the sword is going to pierce your soul, Mary. And you might be thinking, why did Simeon ruin a perfectly good song? (laughs) But I want to tell you why I love this song. I love this song because I've been following Jesus long enough to know this, that there's no such thing as a life without challenges and hardship. And you're thinking, Adam, it's New Year's Eve. You have to be more positive. I'm as positive as I can be. There is no such thing as a life without challenges and hardships. Because we live in in a broken, sin-torn world, right? It's unavoidable. But here's the good news. The hope we have in Jesus can carry us through any hardship that we might face. See, I think a lot of times in in churches, we're sold a bill of goods that aren't true. We have this idea that if we just try Jesus... (laughs) If we just trust Jesus, everything's going to go well. He's good. All our prayers are going to be answered. We're never going to lack. We're going to have everything we need. There's not going to be any sickness or hardship or, or, or turmoil. And yet we know this, that the, the central icon of our faith is a crucifix. And I love how Simeon isn't afraid to say the quiet part out loud. He, he, he isn't afraid to, to, to celebrate, but also lament in the same song. And he talks about the hope and the blessing and the salvation that comes with Jesus. It, 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 it's unmatched. And yet he also says, oh, Mary, there's going to be great opposition. And a sword's going to pierce your soul. He, he's not afraid to say it. He, he, he says, no, there's, there's plenty of room for us to both celebrate what we have in Jesus, all the goodness, uh, the good things he brings, the good, the good that he is, how God is good, but also to lament that we live in a broken, sin-torn world. We can do both. And he doesn't shy away from that. He's lived long enough to understand how, how blessing and conflict how salvation and pain don't have to be mutually exclusive. See, we, we're told the exact opposite oftentimes. Hey, if, if, if you're with God, if you're really a person of faith with Jesus, it's just going to be all blessing and goodness. We've got to read the Bible, right? Because <laughs> it, it tells us, nope, it's, it's actually, it actually is that, but there's actually also suffering and pain and hardship because we live in this broken, sin-torn world until Christ makes all things new again, until he set things, set things to right again. The hope we have in Jesus can coexist with any hardship that we might face. Jesus himself told us in John chapter 16, verse 32, Jesus said this, In this world, you will have trouble. He also says this, take heart. I have overcome the world. And and I believe that Simeon's song is an important song for us to learn as we head into the new year. 
right? Because when we often approach New Year's Eve with, with, with fresh optimism and sometimes even illusions of grandeur, right? Like, this is going to be my year. <laughs> Nothing bad is going to happen. This last year was terrible. This next year is going to be great. We all, we all do that, right? That's part of what New Year's Eve is. And it's a good thing. And I hope that's true for all of us. I, I want 2024 to be my best year yet. Do you guys want that too? I want that. But Simeon's song reminds us that we, the, because of the hope we have in Jesus, it doesn't matter what kind of year we have. And, and I want to say this. For you who've had a really, really rough 2023, guess what? Jesus is with you and he's for you. He's Emmanuel, God with us. And, and regardless of what kind of year 2023 was or what kind of year 2024 will be, that is true. Jesus is Emmanuel God with us. And we're able, just like Mary, who, who hearing these words from Simeon, we're able to take, yes, the blessing and hope and, and grace that we have in Jesus and also the hardship that's going to come. We, we, can, we can lament that and we can also celebrate the goodness of God. We can do both together. So I want to pray this truth over us before we come to the communion table. So can I just invite you to close your eyes and I'm going to pray blessing on us. Heavenly Father, we confess that the, the, the sin-torn world that we live in, we also have brokenness and sin in our own lives. So we just repent and confess that to you, Lord, knowing that you, um, you're our healer. You're our salvation. So Lord, we declare that we are completely dependent on you, Thank you for getting us through the year. Lord, we're dependent on you for the next year. God, would you give us the capacity in our hearts and our minds to, to celebrate the hope we have in Jesus and also to create enough space for us to lament all the hardship and challenges we're going to face. But knowing that you are with us, God, would you remind us, would you settle it in our spirits today that you are with us and you are for us. You are Emmanuel. Lord, as we approach the communion table today, as we worship and, and, and celebrate the new year this evening, God, we pray that you would remind us of this truth, that no matter what kind of year we have, God is good. That the hope we have in Jesus is big enough for any hardship we're facing, any challenges and difficulties we're going to face. We put our faith and confidence and trust in you, Jesus. Amen. You're listening to the official podcast of Church at the Well in Burlington, Vermont. For more information about Church at the Well, including gathering time and location, events, and how you can financially support the podcast, please visit us online at www.wellchurchvt.com.